Greetings, everyone. It's the All You Can Podcast, number 384. This week on the Games Cast, I have Tony Korkanakis. Hello, hello. And Mike Sanidi. What's up? And of course, my name is Corey Feinstein. I totally forgot to do that because I usually mess these well, up. Well, you need no introduction. <laughs> well, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> that was obvious, but some things don't need to be said, but then, like, are still said. Whatever. You know, you know me. Jim's not here. He's <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, out um, for family purposes, so we wish him the best, and we'll see him next week, presumably. But uh, let's move on and get into uh, some gaming news and stuff. And <laughs> stuff. Right. Yeah, who knows? It's you never know what's gonna happen on a All You Can Geek podcast. Basically, uh, well, let's start off with DBZ Z Fighters. Um, I guess it's not DBZ. Was, it's Dragon Ball Fighters patch supposedly. Dragon coming. Ball Fighters. That's it. Just Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> well, it's, it's a patch coming this week uh, to help with matchmaking issues. What's going on there, Tony? Well, you know, uh, ever since the game came out, uh, I mean, I the game itself is amazing. Uh, I mean, the character models, the animation, just the attention to detail for things that you wouldn't expect out of just a video game based on a, a cartoon or anime. property, right? Right, a licensed <laughs> property. But it's such a clear collaboration of, like, love and joy. And you could tell that, you know, even the people working on this game were fans of Dragon Ball themselves. Um, it's almost amazing in the way that they recreate scenes straight out of the, the manga or anime uh, almost perfectly. But anyway, um, well, no, the, just to interject real quick though, it seems like they actually in like the flow of gameplay where it's not even scripted, you're getting stuff that happens in the uh, manga and anime. That are, yep. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. Like when you can do that in just the regular flow of the game where you're not scripting a sequence and it can happen, that that blows my mind, which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. It's just crazy. But the by far the biggest disappointment to me is just the online uh, component of it because. It's just so terribly done, and I, I really don't know what they were thinking because you have to connect to a lobby. I mean, you have to connect to a lobby just to do anything in the game, but it, it's just so weird, and, and especially when you're trying to fight either friends online or strangers, tournament, whatever you want to do. It's just so obtuse. Um, it's just not this like, friendly like at so all. so many unneeded like steps as well. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And not to mention that, uh, I mean, finding servers is an issue. Like, you get drop matches a lot. It's just it's just a mess, and it, it's really a shame because this is one of those fighting games in a long time that I wish I could just play online very consistently and, and quickly and easily. So yeah. um, hopefully these patches rectify that, and it's easier to connect with people because um, it's the reason why I haven't been playing that game, uh, you know, for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Uh, do you know what this like these fixes air quotes here are going to be? Uh, it seems like the first one, which is should be out by the end of the month, which is just you know a couple days now, <laughs> one day. <laughs> uh, it should be just connection issues. Okay. Um, so you know that's that's fine. That's probably a, a really aggravating thing. Yeah. I number one, with, like I was not able to find matches. Like just. Yep. You know, you couldn't find a match, let alone like the difficulty to get to that point, and then not being able to do it is super frustrating. So, uh, yeah, that I would assume would have to be the first thing that they address, and the next thing just has to be ease of access. Like, just give me a button that I can press to like get into this match. Like, yep. So hopefully that match. comes Good next. Play. Yep. Hopefully. All right. So, um, 
go into the uh, Final Fantasy 15 realm, uh, apparently they are going to continue with this game and really like support this going forward. Like that game came out in 2017, late 2017, was that uh, December 2016 actually? 16. Okay, so it was, yeah, I thought I was like, I feel like it's been longer than that. So um, they are continuing to uh, support this game, and I've only heard good things, and they're they're planned to go into next year, even 2019, with this with DLC and and you know, more, I guess, stories and who knows what else they're going to add to it. But uh, does that get you excited to, like, maybe go back, get back into it? I know you did everything in this game already. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on that one just because, like you said, I, I platinum this game. I did enjoy it at the time I was playing it. Looking back, I'm just like, eh, would I want to go through this again? <laughs> um, we'll see. But apparently a DLC has been pretty substantial in terms of flushing out a lot of the tidbits behind the scenes of like the story and what characters are doing when they like just disappear because mm -hmm. of the like, Hey, I got to go take care of something. Bye. And they leave your party. You're like, what? We're, we're on an adventure, bro. We're on a mission. Where, where are you going? You can't, you can't do that to me. Um, so they've expanded it beyond the main characters now where they're apparently doing uh, secondary characters, which mm -hmm. could be cool. I mean, we'll see. It's, also about, for the people that like that game. Yeah, what about you, Mike? Because uh, you haven't played this, right? No. Is this, like, get you any interested, more interested in it, knowing that there's going to be, like, the support for it and, like, continued storytelling going on? No. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> I mean... It's just not my flavor of game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny, though, because it's not really... It's an RPG, for sure, but they really make it much more of an action game. I think, and they've, with these updates, they've really made it even more so like a strategical action game in a way. I'm curious, I wonder if you would, if you tried it, if you would like it, because it's not your typical Final Fantasy, you know, turn-based fighter, or RPG. Right. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Mike, I, th I think you'd actually enjoy aspects of it. I mean, the story sure is nonsensical, enjoy. but the <laughs> gameplay, it's, you know, it's not like turn-based or anything. I mean, it's even like with out like we played it all when it first came out uh tony jim and i and even with the without these fixes we who knows what they are really on um, and how they affect gameplay i had a great time with it and it's mm -hmm. it was we all loved like the first half of the game we were just we talked about it a ton like on this podcast you guys can go back and listen to it we <laughs> mentioned it a lot and it is a, a lot of fun just running around and doing stuff and it does remind me a little bit of like the batman mechanic where like you're jumping from like enemy to enemy, and there's like certain things you want to do uh, to you know make your attacks a little stronger and things like that, according to the enemy enemy you're fighting. And it kind of reminded me of that a little bit in Arkham. I mean, obviously Arkham's spawning a lot of influence um, in other games, but I don't know. I think it, the combat-wise, you would actually like that, Mike. But, yeah, I guess I never thought about. There are some similarities similarities uh, between the way you. At fighting this in Arkham. Obviously, it's not as deep, but the way the combat flows, I feel. Right, like I think is. that they focus on different aspects of combat, but it's similar flow and feel, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so anyway, moving on. Uh, the ESRB we mentioned last week. Oh, hold on, real quick. We did have a Final Fantasy 15 spoiler cast. So oh, sure, if you want to get our full thoughts on after the, just the base game, definitely give mm -hmm. it a listen. Yeah, they'll definitely do that because it's changed a lot. And it, you could probably listen to that uh, and still get, be surprised by a lot of things that are going on in this. And I, I, I am happy that they're supporting it as much as they are. 
You know, so that, it seems cool that they're doing that. And it may even bring me back to check it out again. It's definitely, like, the better <laughs> side effect of the always, it's not really always online, but you're always expected to be online type of <laughs> gaming world that we live in now. Because um, now we're getting these things, these mm-hmm. games supported for over a year, like you talk about this. Uh, Injustice 2, which I'll talk about a little more later. Uh, obviously, that it's been like a full year pretty much, and uh, they've support, supported it with loads of characters and new gear and stuff all the way up until now. Mm-hmm. So there's a, it's a lot of going on. It's the good part of this, but uh, now we're going to talk about the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be the ESRB uh, in-game purchases to the boxes now. Didn't we talk about this last week? I don't know what you guys talked about. We, last week. we talked about how the government. Oh, they responded. This is the, this is their response. Yeah. Okay, what is their response? Because I, I didn't, I didn't read this actually. So I think um, Jim had put together some news for us before he realized he was not able to get onto the podcast, and he, I, he, I know he put this on there. And I was like, I knew Jim knew we talked about this last week, but uh, apparently, the ESRB responded to the fact that some governor right wanted to add their. Do something. They get involved in some way. Did you guys <laughs> yeah. look at this at all? Well, I mean, the headline just says that they respond to the controversy by saying that they'll put the labels in game, like on the back of boxes now. So basically, they're saying what it we said was going to happen. <laughs> if you listen to last week's podcast, we basically said they need to just put on a little thing that says in in game purchases, uh, and that's basically what's happening here. And that's fine. That's that's fine. Yeah, that that's not going to be a problem. The problem is going to be if the government starts to try to weasel their way into this and make it more than it needs to be. And like I said last week, it's just like, why bother with this minute, stupid, like little detail and uh, when we have so much more to worry about? Uh, well, so that's what the government does. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the other worry or maybe not worried depending on where you stand on this would be like if you want to count it as gambling do you want to make it like an ao thing for any game that has it that would be ridiculous i think but um there's well, that would i kill, guess that would kill like the industry if you did that and, and, and enforced it there's a little bit of logic behind that but the, the thing is, like, loot boxes can be annoying for sure, but I was thinking about this, especially when I'm playing something like Injustice, which has loot boxes and you can pay to buy them, but you can't pay to buy specific pieces of gear. But if you could just buy whatever you'd like, then it's not as interesting. <laughs> if So, like, because then, like, you're not excited if you get, like, the, like, rarest gear or the particular thing you're looking for. Um... So, I mean, everyone is just going to have whatever they want then. If it's just a straight, you buy what you want and there's nothing else to it. I, like That takes some of the fun out of it, I think. Now, I understand that if you can buy it, it does sort of... There's this morally gray area where you're buying something that's maybe not getting. <laughs> but there's got to... You can't go that crazy with this or else you're going to take a lot of the... Um, rarity away from certain things and i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing yeah i it's it's kind of a gray area for me i guess but uh i like the feeling of being able to like unlock something and like oh this is amazing finally 
but I, I mean, I, and knowing that you know what you're getting, you're you're working towards, you're finally getting. But at the same time, I like that randomness of like, who knows when it's gonna drop for me, and then it drops. You're like, hell's yeah, finally got <laughs> it, or something like that. They're both good feelings. Uh, they're different. And, but they're different, and I, I don't mind either one of them. So, <laughs> like uh, for example, like there's at this point of injustice too. There's still like a specific like bit of Batman epic gear that I do not have now. If I could have like bought it with the in-game currency, or even the use real money to buy the in-game currency to do that, I probably would have done that by now. But you can't do that directly, and I'm kind of glad I don't. I still have something. I'm looking for now to play mm-hmm. after almost a whole year. Now it's a little annoying to me and kind of confusing that I don't have it yet somehow, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I mean, still I glad th- there's something there. I think there needs to be some type of randomness and stuff. Um, and I, I, I know that riot actually just started putting like percentages on their loot boxes with the legends, right, Tony? Yep. So like, that's going to start being a thing too. Like you're going to, People are just going to start like saying, hey, yeah. these are the percentages you have. Like, no, this And that's is, fine. Transparency yeah. is needed. I'm right. all about transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, if you try to legislate this, like anything where you don't know precisely what you're getting. It's a rabbit trail. That's the problem. Like you could just like keep going and going and going. Yeah, that's going, what I said. Like I, I, I bring it up on our Discord when we talk about this. Because people, you know, arcades. They still exist. I know they're not as prevalent. Arcades, carnivals, like Six Flags, boardwalks, wherever you want to go, you're gonna have things like claw machines. You're gonna have wheels, games of chance, video poker, where you get tickets. Which basically, just because it's not actual money that you win, it's not regulated like gambling, but it's still something you can use to buy stuff like it was money. And so they use that one step to skirt that sort of rule a little bit and they are basically games of chance that everything really is more than you think too including claw machines which have a specific number of good grabs per attempts that it allows depending on how they program it so if you were to regulate loot boxes as if they were gambling even though the payout's not actual money then you would have to tackle all of that as well because it's the same idea the payout's not actual money it's this things where you can get certain things <laughs> for them so it's a rabbit hole that would be very difficult to follow through and if they did just look at games and uh not everything else and that would be wrong as well that would be that medium bias that sometimes happens with video games and that would be wrong yep. yeah all right well Moving on <laughs> to more fuck yous. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, fuck Konami. All right. Uh, I know, Tony, you're passionate about this project, the uh, fuck Konami pro- project we have going on. So, oh, yeah. I've been on that train for years. <laughs> yeah, what do we got this time? Uh, what happened? Uh, pretty much you have to pay extra money if you want an extra save slot. In Metal Gear Survive. $10. <laughs> That's yep. not nothing. Like, you paid for this no. game, but let's make you pay some more to uh, well, make I mean, sure no, you, can you could just lose all your progress with one character if you want to do something different. <laughs> yeah. Even, uh, to have that as an it? option, even, is just a slap in the face. Yeah. This, this fact that this game exists is a slap in the face. <laughs> that's that's yeah. fair, too. There was well, a there... Gr- oh, go ahead, Tony. 
Oh, I was gonna say there's there was actually something cool that came out of uh, this whole I don't know what you call a shit show, um, but one of the, I think it was it wasn't the director maybe it was the producer but one of the two uh, actually put an Easter egg like a an homage where in the credits where it's listing some of the characters um, the first letter of their last name spells out like KGP which stands for Kojima Pro uh, and then the the rest of it is forever and it's like damn it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, like, going further into that, I think it was the developers that did that, just because they talked, mm-hmm. like, uh, in the screen, in, below that part, it says, like, bastard and, like, um, shit, what was the other word they used for the other guy? Like, I gotta look this up now, guys. <laughs> I think it was, like, sneaky or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Well, he's he's the guy that did it, the, that second guy. Okay, he's, bastard. well, then, it wasn't, it was, wasn't the bastard guy, I assume. Yeah. Because... <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> Truthfully, uh, they know. I mean, they knew like, better than I thought it would. Like, in, like, why? Why does Konami even care? Like, why do they even make this game? Who is this game for? I don't. I don't know. So, yeah, that's um, that's Konami. Just um, real quick here, I saw it just recently came out that Yakuza Six demo on the PSN store. If you had downloaded that, you were able to unlock the full game. They pulled that, apparently, obviously. <laughs> so you can't do it now, but... Um, yeah, so if you had gotten the demo, you basically had the full game. And then PlayStation, obviously, has the ability to remove that from your system. So that's, what, that's what else is coming out from that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's um, that's the news, guys. Let's go and jump into what we've been up to. Tony, uh, let's kick it off this time. Uh, let's see. So I crammed uh, some Overwatch on PC recently, just because the season was ending. Um, placed in gold, even though I went two and eight. I, I just I don't understand the ranking system. Like it wins have nothing to do with no, it. It's no. it's all about performance. I mean, I think I uh, won nine out of ten games and was placed like low low gold. And then next time I was two and nine, like two and eight or something like that, and placed in higher gold. So yeah, it just. It doesn't make sense, but uh, it's good in the sense that I don't stress about rank 10 as much anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, eh, whatever. I know I'm like, I look at my, you know, my tab and it's like, oh, look, you have three gold medals. I'm like, well, I'm I'm probably pretty set for this because I still perform my function uh, Mm -hmm. pretty well. Did you do this on console or PC? PC. Okay. Um, I did fire up console the other day just to open up like the... I get your loot box, yeah, for the yeah, get, Chinese get my free New Year event. Yeah, but um, a couple maps. I, I actually haven't played the Junkertown map before. I like um, that map. Really? I, I don't know about it. It's weird. Yeah, um, I, maybe I'm just I was killing it. it with Reaper on that map for some reason. <laughs> I had like 54 eliminations. So that, that was just like destroying. But apparently on that map, like they call it the pirate ship. Basically, mm-hmm. you get Reinhardt and Bastion on the payload. And because it's full of gold, they call it pirate ship, and it's really difficult to beat. Oh, really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I could see that. But uh, yeah, and then Blizzard Worlds is—it's awesome. That's yeah. that's a really cool level. I love that one. It's so but, it's so it's really cool that they like made Blizzard a character in this Overwatch universe in a way. Yeah, <laughs> that's really awesome. And they they made this theme park, and it's just like now it just makes you want a real theme park for Blizzard. Oh yeah, totally. Um, 
And who knows? I mean, we'll see how the Nintendo one does, and I can't imagine Blizzard would be too far behind if it does well. Yeah, no, I, they, I think they have some properties that would go over really well as, as a theme park, and obviously with Blizzard World, they kind of have a template for it already. Yep. But yeah, having Nintendo go out there first and like show that it's going to work, I, I can't imagine it's not going to work. But um, especially with the way you know Switch has been selling. I mean, if Switch bombed, this might be a risky venture, but <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? Um, no, that's it. Okay. Mike? So, yeah, I've been playing loads of Injustice 2, actually. I wonder, does uh, it have to do with, like, some four green reptilian type of people? It <laughs> does. Um, for the first time, I have, like, an like legitimate alternate because <laughs> at this this week now you there uh, i had to learn kind of four characters not really they're they're very similar in the base and then they have special abilities that make them quite different but you like they control very similarly at first and then you have to just know what to do to maximize their specific abilities for each one of them. Um, so you're so, not like really maining a specific turtle, or do you feel like you, um, you've maining one? Of the turtles, I would say I've mained Michelangelo. Um, he is, as uh, some people have described him, the most YOLO. <laughs> 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 and because he, awesome. He doesn't. Ha- he's not very defensive, but he's he like goes in. He's quick, and he's got like these like 50 50s and mix-ups all over the place but uh most of his moves are unsafe so like <laughs> that's pretty funny he, though because it does kind of like work well together yolo michelangelo <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he's in yeah so i could use him he's got uh i can and now this week was the first one where i had the balls to bring them online <laughs> my my turtles and uh I really only use Michelangelo against like people who they, they show you a percentage chance that you have of beating whatever person before when you match oh, up with them. Interesting. And if it's if it's way off, they actually like give you the option to decline before you even start the match. But normally, you just once you see that you're locked in, and if you quit, it counts as a loss. But uh, yeah, so if it's if they're like real bad, I'll beat any of the turtles. And um, but if they're like pretty good. I'll try to be Michelangelo, and then in rank they have sets of first to threes now. So I'll do that, and then if I like lose a couple, I'll just switch to Batman and see how it goes from there. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting uh, because they do play differently. Michelangelo is like that. He's you know very aggressive, but not pretty unsafe. Uh, Raphael has this sort of auto combo as his trait that he can like grow as it comes along, and. Uh, so he's big into big combos and big damage, and he has a parry as well, Raphael. That makes him different. Um, his range obviously isn't so great, and um, he's gotten. Everyone else has like kind of like a poor man's projectile in a certain way. Michelangelo has a skateboard that he can actually like shoot across the screen uh, screen on a cooldown, um, but Raphael doesn't have anything like that. So he's more up close and big comboed person. Donatello, of course, has range with his um, bow staff, and he also is pretty 
big damage combos as well. Um, he's got an air grab that's unique to him that he can put in the middle of a combo, so that's good. Um, and he's got a trait that like makes the floor. It it does three different things. It's real complicated, but he yeah he's more cerebral like you think he should be. And then Leonardo's ability is he can like call the three turtles as assists separately all on the individual cooldowns. So um, he can put them in the middle of combos or just use it as a free projectile. So they all, because of their slight differences, it changes them a lot. So there's a lot to learn. But yeah, Michelangelo's my main one. And it's it's fun to have like actual variety as far as being competitive because I did go into, into all of them pretty hard. Um, nice. And now there's... Now there's rumors actually. I heard that they leaked that maybe like there's an ultimate edition for this game coming out in a little while. Yeah. So I, I, I think highly yeah. uh, doubt that they would not do that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's inevitable. And what did that, we say last means... podcast? It's, it's eventually it's inevitable. <laughs> yes. Yep. But um, that doesn't mean that the turtles are probably the last DLC character. There's no secret fighter pack for mm-hmm. like some people thought. Oh, which no, is mean, fine it's... because the roster is at like. If you count the turtles as like different characters, it puts them like over forty. Oh wow! <laughs> so That's it's awesome. a huge roster, but uh, and um, but they're gonna c- continue to support with new gear, which I like. Um, I'm sure thing... they'll do like stuff with like current events and things, as far as like maybe something happening in the comics or yeah. When 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 the Aquaman comes out, I'm sure there'll be like a new set gear piece or something going mm-hmm. on, some event, mm-hmm. but uh. The one thing I'll say about the turtles is their gear is a little bit lackluster. I'm not in love with too much of well, it. Well, they're brand new too, so I think they probably yeah. will get more in the future. It's like with Overwatch. When you get a new Overwatch character, they don't have as much stuff as like the other Overwatch characters. Oh, speaking of new Overwatch characters, did you guys see who's probably coming in to the Overwatch Oh, yeah, roster? Torborn's daughter. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. She shows up in um, one of the videos a... for Reinhardt. Yeah, so... Yeah. That'll be uh, interesting. It seems like pretty much a guarantee that that's the character. We've got some new recent leaks and stuff that I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to uh, you know hijack this there, Mike, but uh, <laughs> Sorry. They, they, apparently they leaked an image uh, on all. Well, they, they posted an image on Twitter on all their different like Overwatch accounts, but the Japanese one instead of posting the picture, they posted the like URL link to it, <laughs> and the URL link <laughs> is named Bridget T's number three. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. So and that was deleted fine, yeah. like I'm, immediately too. Which I'm like three characters behind in Overwatch. Like I would have no idea what I'm doing if I jumped back into is, that like, game. <laughs> I haven't even played that much of uh, Orisa or Sombra, and I, it doesn't matter that much. You just need I to mean, know Sombra, I played a little bit. Just know your good. role, man. I don't know what Sombra's role is. Well, <laughs> She's role supposed is to kind of be offensive but bench warmer. It's not. I mean, you take a couple games and you get it, and you get the idea. Uh, but I'm excited. It's always fun when you get new characters. So exciting to hear. Uh, anything else, Mike? Um, and I'm still been going back to Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. Um, I'm, it's taken me a real long time to progress in this game. Part Do of the video feel is like, like it's busy. grabbed you. Like you think, like, oh yeah, I'm, this is it. Like this is the moment that, like, oh, I need to like really put some time in. Like you haven't hit that then. Um, maybe. I mean, it's it's good. It's not great. Like the whole way through. Um, again, I don't know how far. I don't even really understand. Like, normally you get a sense of like how far along in the story you are. 
and I would guess maybe halfway, but I'm not sure. I really don't know at this point because it looked like they patched the they did an update like in the middle of the game. <laughs> In the middle okay. of me playing it, and then not in the middle of the game, but like halfway through, like while I was doing something, and then suddenly when I log back in, there's a shit ton more like side quests, like that are just everywhere now. I'm like, wait a minute, these there was like maybe two or three side quests before, then this update happened, and then I go back in, and there's like ten like in my like vicinity, and I'm like. They do this like how could they add it side quests like but they might have I don't know the game is older than I think because I've just started playing it and it's been out for mm-hmm. like four months or something it's but, October so um no it's it's still pretty good but you know I'm splitting time between that and Injustice and even though one's like an online competitive game or just like a you know just a fighting game and the other one's a story based game I normally think oh that's fine you can do them both but. You know, the injustice is still capturing, like, more of my thoughts (laughs) more often, so... uh, Yeah. Origins. That's the thing I find, too. um, I'm just going to move into what I've been up to, then, um, Mike. And that's not much right now. But (laughs) I find that, like, I'm playing... Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, I started, mentioned it last week, and I have not gotten back to it yet, just because, like, and I mentioned this on the other, the movies cast, this week has been ridiculously busy for me, and... So I've not got a chance to really sit down and play something. And even though that game is kind of like built on like, hey, if you got 15 minutes, play one of the. You can just play one of the puzzles, which is a Colossus or Colossi. And um, but like I, at the same time, I feel like I want just something that's quicker and easy, and, and that's what Fortnite is for me. I can just like get into a game real quick and be done in like 10 minutes, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. it just feels fast. That's uh, how injustice is relative. Exactly, to so it. it's just easier to put on, you know. So I, oh, I, I can understand the, the, that. Even even if one puzzle takes 15 minutes, that's not what all you want to do when you like go into that world there. You want to continue. Sure, so, yeah, exactly. Because it, it's, it's more of an immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, I did get Golf Story on Nintendo Switch, and <laughs> nice. I started that. Um, but I'm just messing around in the little town. And I do. I know you talked about it before on the podcast, Tony, and like, I think it is pretty funny that like this is just this guy's like, life is just like oh i'm gonna be a golf pro so i'm gonna go to this golf pro town and like yep. everything quests. is solved by golf <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly do quests uh by like hitting balls and like oh no this guy can't get this ball past this gopher or whatever and it's like oh i'll help you out so yep. it's kind of funny <laughs> uh but yeah other than that not much i am um looking forward to getting back into shadow of the colossus so i, I do want to you know tackle that one and hopefully be closer to done if not done by the time the next podcast comes around because it is really i mean you break it down it's really probably six to eight hours at most that game oh yeah it's not that long so. especially if you've already beaten it before yeah so you... right uh, i mean i i do want to try those new controls that you had mentioned last time uh tony so uh but that that should do it uh that's the game cast guys like I said on the movie cast, we have a movie cast. We focus on movies, talk about Black Panther a bunch because <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's Black Panther. Everybody's talking about Black Panther. But um, check that out. You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes. Rate us there. That's how we're going to get known, get us out there more. So please rate us on iTunes. And um, like us, Facebook, I mentioned. Um, and email us, podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Any questions or uh, comments, feel free to send us a a note. All right, guys, that'll do it. Catch you later.